Hello and welcome to Death of a Thousand Cuts, making you an awesome writer one cut at a time. My name's Tim Clare and this is uh, the introduction, episode zero, if you will, to my hundred day writing challenge. So a couple of years ago, I made an eight week writing course in podcast form called the Couch to 80K Writing Bootcamp. Some of you may even have tried that or even completed it, in which case, hello, it's me. Um, This is like an evolution of that. And in this episode, I'm just going to run through what it involves, who it's for, and hopefully give enough information that you can decide whether it's something you'd like to try. Very quick summary, in case you don't fancy listening to my noodly philosophising for 20-odd minutes. This is a free fiction writing course by podcast that takes 100 days. I'm Each day I'm going to ask 10 minutes of writing from you. There's no homework. The timer's in the episode. It's meant to be gentle, low commitment, but also ambitious. I make no distinction between first-timers and experienced novelists, and I will be giving you challenging tasks that will stretch you, sometimes feel uncomfortable, and hopefully help you to grow. There, that's the short version. So that's enough for you to find out if you can stop now and go on to it or decide you don't want to if you like to. But if you want some more depth, here we go. So look, I put out a free writing course back in, what was it, 2017 or something mad. I had some unexpected downtime. I was really struggling with my own fiction. I had a one-year-old daughter, so I was chronically sleep deprived and off work to look after her. And it was just something I could write and record in small chunks. It was modular. I've taught creative writing almost all my adult life. Even back at university, I ran weekly workshops for the Creative Writing Society, you know, even... When I was manifestly unqualified to teach creative writing, I was teaching creative writing. And I've always been fascinated to the point of obsession by creative writing pedagogy. As a teenager, I got loads of creative writing manuals out from the library. My nan had loads of pamphlets from a mail order course in the 70s that she gave to me and I'd read through. I went on my first week-long writing retreat at 18 down at a place called Totley Barton with the Arvon Foundation while I was still at sixth form not knowing that 20 years later I'd find myself teaching other teenagers creative writing in that very same barn. Um, You may or may not know that I'm a writer myself. I've got two novels out, a poetry collection and a non-fiction memoir. And I've been doing this podcast, Death of a Thousand Cuts, about writing for nearly 200 episodes now, talking to authors, looking at listeners' first pages, discussing the craft I've done some uh, manuscript editing. I've done over 100 manuscripts looking at professionally. Uh, I've also got a master's in creative writing prose from the University of East Anglia. So, you know, I've given a lot of my life to this. So I'm proposing here what I'm offering in this 100-day challenge is, like the Couch to 80K, something hopefully fun, relatively low commitment, that pushes you forward on the three tracks, the three metrics that I think matter most in creative writing. One, writing more. Two, writing better. And three, being a bit happier while you do those things. Okay, And where maybe this one is going to be a bit different to the Couch to 80K, maybe a bit more ambitious, aside from being just more than twice as long, is that I want to work in, as we progress, some self-editing skills as well. Some stuff where you can return to work that you've already done and look at ways of making it better, studying your work critically and optimising it. Because, look, fundamentally, I created the first course, and I've talked about this before, but let's talk about it again. 
I created the Couch to 80K course because I was getting emails from people who'd listened to the show going, I love your critiques of listeners first pages. They're so useful, which is great, right? So far, so flattering. I'm not just I'm going somewhere with this. I'm not just including examples of people being nice to me because then they'd go. The only problem is now I've got your voice in my head when I write and I realise how bad my work is. It's hard to get anything done. Uh, and I, I felt like, oh, oh, no, I've, I've spread my own unhealthy relationship with writing, my own perfectionism, my own self-loathing, my own inner miser to the world at large. And I've normalised it and made them think that that's the way to be if you want to be a professional writer. And to be honest, at the time I was struggling with my own writing. I've been working on the ice house. I was just having a rubbish time with it. and I didn't know what to do. And I felt like I wasn't really a writer at all. And I felt super guilty and self-indulgent and, you know, awful, really. So depending on how charitable you're feeling, the course was either a massive disingenuous displacement activity or an attempt to heal my own relationship with this craft that I've, for better or worse, devoted my life to. So who's the course for? Well, if you write every day, you really enjoy writing every day, you're really amazing at it, and you've got this huge backlog of ideas you're working through, then it's possible you're better off sticking to your routine as it stands. And I'm genuinely delighted for you. I, I know it can sound sometimes like I'm saying these things through gritted teeth, but it, it it's really, really good that that exists and is possible. You know, there are writers out there for whom that is the norm, you know, fluctuating around a steady median and there are better and worse days, but more or less... They feel like writing is good, writing is doable, challenges can be worked through. Let's roll our sleeves up and see what happens today. I'm glad that you exist, if that's you, because it gives us all hope. For everyone else, uh, this 100-day challenge will, I think, have something to offer. If you've always wanted to write but never made the time, if you wrote years ago but haven't for a while, if you're like me and you do write, maybe you've written a lot, maybe you've got a few books out but you periodically feel bruised, shy, worn out, disheartened, baffled or frankly, like, you just can't be asked. this is your way back in. There'll be some psychology to it, you know, thinking about the why of writing, because I've been speaking to loads of neuroscientists and psychologists and uh, therapists and lots of different people in that sphere, so I've got some thoughts about it. But at its core, this is going to be about learning through doing. We're getting match fit, we're building confidence through building... We're getting match fit, we're building confidence through building competence. So what I won't be doing is just feeding you this empty air punching. Yay, you're awesome, cheerleader flimflam. I mean, you are fundamentally awesome as a human being, miraculous, worthwhile, unrepeatable and better and more valuable than you could ever know. Those are all good things for you to come into an awareness of. And I'm not going to be so cynical as to try and stop you. But they're also kind of ancillary to the business of putting words on a page and telling a good story. So how much time is it going to take? Well, to begin with, at least I'm going to ask you for 10 minutes of writing a day. Each episode will probably take 20, including my little spiel at the beginning. I'll talk about some aspect of writing, explain the writing task for the day. Then there'll be 10 minutes of silence while you write. Then a gentle little gong noise. Listen, I I, I actually, people complained in the previous one that um, when I said time's up, it was making them afraid. So I've actually bought I actually bought a little gong specially for it. Listen, this is how how soft is this? Beautiful. And then and then I'll say bye, and that'll be it. So unlike the um couch to 80k course, um this one isn't arbitrarily split into weeks. 
the previous one was eight weeks of six days, which isn't even how a week is structured. Um, but I, for a while, I thought I'm uh, going to split it into weeks, and then I was going to split it into weeks of ten days. And it's like, come on, Tim, we're not living in revolutionary France. So the idea was just going to be that you do one ten-minute session a day for a hundred days. But 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 but. I would be astonished, amazed, confounded, bowled onto my bottom were you to complete the course in a similar, in a simple linear progression of 100 unbroken days. That would be almost psychopathic. Life doesn't work like that in my experience. And in fact, I think this is something that's really important to learn about writing and routines and any sort of long form creative endeavour. Uh, unless you're a being of pure light who moves from origin to destination via the power of thought and subsists on prana. You live in a world where things go wrong, or at least not according to plan. You're going to get ill, or worse, I'm afraid maybe something's going to happen to you with your job. Or this isn't a prophecy, by the way. Don't worry. I'm just this is a general diagnosis of the state of affairs of being in the world. But you know, you might have a stressful meeting with your landlord and have to move out. Maybe you're you'll go through a breakup or someone you care about is going to go through a breakup or needs you in one of a hundred ways. Or it could be good things. Sometimes good things happen, right? You get invited to an awesome party, you go on holiday, you get a new nephew or a niece or a, a puppy. So much of the advice around creative writing, the jabber, the you must do this, finger pointing, claptrap from authors uh, or indeed randos on the internet, assumes you live in this hermetically sealed plastic bubble where there's nothing to do except make the binary decision. Do I write now or do I sack it off? And look, sometimes we do get presented with exactly that decision in its platonic form. Sometimes we do have a break in our schedule and we can choose to write or not. But for the most part, life is much more complex and, and people like you like me we're people we don't get to duck out of this we have to write while also living lives in a world where we might be dealing with health issues or negotiating a divorce or falling in love or working a job we don't like or managing anxiety or depression or we might have friends or family we love who want to see us or are managing anxiety or depression a house that needs cleaning books to read adventures to embark on sleep to have there might be something happening in the world politics-wise. Who knows? And, and it's easy to get knocked off your axis, to be a human, fail to cleave to some rigid timetable for how much writing a writer should do. And to conclude, based on all this writer's write bollocks, oh, I'm a failure, I'm not a writer, I can't do it, what's the point? Well, what I want to say to begin with is this. One... If you're asking, what's the point? That's actually a brilliant question, because if you can find answers to that, whoa, boy, you are off to the races. What's the point? What a great question. And two, look, don't be alarmed by the term 100 day challenge when, you know, I'm talking about day one, day two. It's just a, a way of organising parts of the course. Um, you're not obliged to work through it at any particular speed. The challenge is not to do a forced 100-day march if it takes you 100 days, 150 days, 200 days, a year, more than a year. That's absolutely fine. Look, I expect you to encounter delays, setbacks. In fact, I'm, I'm kind of counting on it. I was speaking to uh, a child therapist, Dawn Herbener, um, a few weeks back. If you've not seen her TED Talk on anxiety, I, I really recommend it. It's excellent. And, and she said that sometimes when a child comes to a session and proudly says, I've not felt anxious once this week, part of her feels like a tiny bit disappointed because it's only in their encounters with anxiety and actually facing up to the problem that 
they have the capacity to learn and grow. Similarly, learning not to just tolerate, but to learn from, even to incorporate and thrive on setbacks and delays in your writing, doubt, anxiety, frustration, all of those things. It's such a valuable domain of skills because you'll always have setbacks, delays, anxieties and frustrations. And the danger is, and I see this again and again, and it's heartbreaking. Someone hits a bad patch in their life, you know, a relationship ends, a job goes sour, they have to move, they or someone they love gets ill or dies. And so understandably, they're not sitting down every morning through that and going, oh, righty right, let's work through the plot problems in chapter 23 of my military sci-fi epic. And so that book falls by the wayside and they lose confidence and... When they come back to it, 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 it it's like opening the door on a, a sort of dusty room covered in cobwebs and, and, and dreams of a previous life. And somehow the trauma of that period of their life and, and the fading of their writing habit become intertwined. And it's like the writing brings back some of the feelings that they had at that time. And I say it's tragic, not because they owe the world a book. It's not like, well, now the meaning of your life it, it isn't being kicked off and you, you you don't mean anything. What a waste. It's not because your life is less meaningful if you don't write, but just because I know the problems in that situation aren't anything to do with writing. They're psychological. They're about expectations we bring to the page and assumptions we have and modes of thinking we use both to motivate ourselves and to try and avoid mistakes. When we write in a healthy way, you know, when we bring to it a sense of mischief, also reverence, also joy, it can be such a source of happiness in our lives. It can be a playground, a refuge, a workshop, a dojo, a temple. And it's free. It's free and it's easy. And the barriers to doing it are so low compared to so many other things in one's life. And somehow because of some strategies we take on, some sort of maladaptive ways we try to motivate ourselves or sort of G ourselves up, um... We lock ourselves out of it, which sucks. I hope, I don't know, I can't promise, but I hope uh, I can bring some answers for some of that to you via this course, that I can at least move you in the direction of those things. And I want to be honest, this isn't an area I've cracked myself completely. Some days I have better days than others, but I'm not coming to you from a position of guru in his cave on a mountain who has all the answers. Just shit muncher down in the world who thinks about it who deals with it who speaks to dozens of authors who deals with hundreds of writers who taught over a thousand hours of workshops and certainly can give you some reflections and can hopefully give you some knowledge some education can empower you to come on that journey with me you know I, i'm not really interested in the publishing side of being an author I, I i won't have anything to say in this course on on submitting to agents or how to market yourself or choosing co covers or how to connect with readers there are other people out there who are remarkably willing to offer you advice on that if you want it all i'm here for is hopefully making writing something you're more likely to do by making it something you like now if you've listened to or completed the couch to 80k course hello you might be asking the question, will this course have anything for you? Well, maybe. It's it's kind of like, and not to denigrate the Couch to 80k course, it, it's kind of like a second draft in a way, although the scope's a little bit more ambitious. But I want to build on what I learned from making the first one, and since the subject is writing fiction, I will inevitably be touching on some of the 
same territory. If you listen to tomorrow's episode, you'll hear that we're going to start with the same exercise as I opened the first course with because it works really well. I really like it. I, I you know, I thought about this for a while and part, you know, I was like, well, do I make the entire course entirely brand new exercises? And I, in the end, I decided I didn't want to swap out some bits for worse ones just for the sake of making it different. So the criteria for inclusion has been, what do I think is the best exercise for this section? Now, since I've made the Couch to 80K course, over 10,000 people have given it a go. I've had hundreds of emails from people who finished the whole thing. And, and so I, I've had a lot of feedback and I've tried to use that feedback to expand and grow what I put together um, back then, which, you know, when I did it back then, I, I, I did it without really planning. I'd record late at night while my daughter Suki was in bed and... I didn't really know where I was going with it. And it turned out pretty well, I think, for what it was. You know, I'm not suggesting this 100-day challenge will be even, you know, better exactly. Like any creative endeavour, I, I just don't know how it's going to turn out or it, how it will be received. Um, but one thing I did learn from doing the last one is sometimes you just got to take the leap. You know, there's a um, 100 reasons why I wouldn't have made the last course because it's like, well, who the flip are you to be making it? And what makes you think it's going to be good? And have you planned it out right? And have you checked this and that? And... um. I just think if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at the very least, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn something from making this, you know, refine my craft as a writer and creative writing teacher. And, and, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be figuring out what do I think about writing? What matters? You know, what when everything else has gone away? When it's tough, how and why do we make stories? Is it is it important? And if it is, why? I think those are questions that I'm certainly going to get a lot of value out of exploring with you so i'm excited about that so if you've done the couch to ADK course some of this journey will be familiar to you some of it won't um, i'm making the course with newcomers in mind but if you don't mind going over some old ground you know returning to some familiar exercises you're really welcome um i'm certainly not just copying and pasting um any of the older episodes i'm re-recording every episode um also, it's worth saying if you've been signed up to my weekly writing workout emails, I'm going to be using, I've been sort of using them as an unofficial testing ground for new exercises. So I've adapted some content from those for the purposes of this course as well. So if you want to be involved, what do you need? Let's imagine you've been listening this far and you're like, OK, Tim, I'll give it a go. Well, ideally, either a pen and notebook or a laptop to write in for each 10 minute session. I'm, I'm a big fan of like physical pen and paper um i i started a uh, a physical notebook a couple of years ago and it's i'm at the end of it now and the front cover's fallen off it's knackered but it's full of work and um i think having something physical for me and the pages sort of puff out and it starts to look like it's been lived in that's really satisfying for me I, i'm not a big fan of sort of fancy beautiful writing jotters i just like crappy old things i can stick some stickers on if i want to personalize them but basically they're just there um as spaces i can muck around in but there's the course doesn't assume that you've got that and if you want to do it all on your laptop if you want to keep it in files which you know have the benefit of being easier for you to search for text um in in the future you can do that as well I, i'm i'm, I'm uh, system agnostic when it comes to how you do this um uh, so basically you'll need yeah pen notebook laptop uh, to write in for each 
10-minute session, something to play each episode on. I mean, if you're listening to me now, presumably you have that ability. Maybe headphones if you want a bit of privacy. Um, That's it. You don't need a timer. I'm going to include one in each episode. All I ask is, is, is just maybe if you can keep the writing you produce in each session somewhere where it's easily accessible to you in future sessions so you can have it on hand. Uh, because uh, we might generate some content one session, then use something from that as a jumping off point in a future session. That's it. That's all you need. An important part of the philosophy of the course, by the way, is that there's no homework. So I won't ever be going, next, till next time, I'd like you to write me this or blah, blah, blah. Everything that you need to do for the course will happen within the time limit of that podcast episode. So your only obligation is writing during the 10 minutes set aside for writing within the episode. I might leave you with some like something to think about, something you might like to reflect on between sessions, but you don't have to. It's not mandatory. I'm not expecting anything like that. And in fact, look, I'll repeat this in episode one. Um, but my suggestion is for the first couple of weeks, at least, don't do any creative writing outside your daily 10 minute sessions. Go read, hang out with your friends, take a walk, tidy the house, sleep, dance, learn a new recipe, embrace your sovereignty over your life, do whatever you like. Um, but you don't need to be doing writing outside. Uh, it, you know, I, I said I suggest there's no rules, but I suggest for the first two weeks you only write during that 10 minutes. Up to you. The whole thing's free. It's been produced with the generous support of Arts Council England. If you go on my website, timclairpert.co.uk, or search for Tim Clare 100 Day Writing Challenge, um, I'm going to be putting them out daily, but eventually there'll be a full episode list with links to each one. Every episode is going to be downloadable, so if you, you can either stream them on SoundCloud or you can download them as MP3s and keep them. There's also going to be links to full audio transcripts of each episode, so if you'd prefer text or for whatever reason, um, you know, perhaps you're hard of hearing, um, then hopefully that's going to make the course a little bit more accessible. Um, I'm not upselling premium content at the end of the course or anything. This isn't, you know, occasionally a few people ask me and they go, oh, so what's the, so what's the idea for this? Is this to get your name out there or, you know, or are you, how are you making money out of this? It's like, well, it's not a business. I'm just doing it so people can, I don't have a game plan. So like, there's no pay paywall. You won't get to like episode 30 and it's like to unlock the rest of the course. So there's no you know, ultra premium tier. I occasionally teach workshops, but you know, like there's no, I, I, this isn't me filtering you towards some way of making money out of you really. Like, um, I'm just going to start uploading the whole thing one episode at a time. You can start and end when you like. I think there's so little quality support for writers in the, out in the world that doesn't cost a lot of money. And people who aren't middle class and comfortably off don't notice this at all, how much everything costs. And I know how hard it can be, you know, and how especially hard it is if you aren't from certain backgrounds traditionally associated with novel writing, right? So for what it's worth, this is my little drop in the ocean, hopefully helping the community, helping you, helping my lovely fellow humans to gain a little bit of confidence, gain a bit of happiness, have some fun. You know, we can make stories. We're going to create some stuff that didn't exist before. How rad is that? Poof, zero carbon production, something from nothing. It's the closest we can get to doing actual magic. So look, if you're wavering, totally your shout. But why not try tomorrow, see how it feels? Uh, you know, that just 
just 10 minutes try the first episode if you don't like it you might be right it might not be for you and that's fine um i'd love to go on this journey with you and help you however i can i'll probably say some silly things as you can tell you know this course is going to have a lot of me um you might find some of the things i say amusing um i sometimes swear which is doesn't go down well with everyone and i'm you know i apologize for that in advance but it is just me at some point you may decide i'm open bunny quotes too much closed bunny quotes but please understand i'm only doing this because i I want you to like me right yeah let's delay no longer thank you for listening and if you'd like to join me on a hundred day writing adventure then go to episode one day one of the hundred day writing challenge and i'll see you tomorrow The 100 Day Writing Challenge is made possible with the kind support of Arts Council England.